What's up, After Buzzers? It's your favorite time of week, and it's Thanksgiving week, a week early. So we're talking all about episode nine, the mid-season finale. It's called So Long, Marianne. You won't want to miss any of this twisted storyline, so stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, guys? Hey. I feel like I need to be on. This is us. This is us. He's got a rap. He's got yeah, like a beat. This is us. Um, this is us. That's so and sad. Sorry, Danny. We can't do it as well, but we do okay. have an amazing guest host tonight, and we've got a lot What's to up? cover. We have so many storylines, guys. We were kind of twisted at the beginning trying to figure out the best way to cover all of it. Um, we're going to be diving into almost every single character we know and love on This Is Us. But before we go there, I'm going to introduce our lovely panel. First of all, before I forget myself, as I always do, my name is Candace Cruz, and I'm joined with this amazing group of people. Right now, our guest host is Mr. JB. He's an OG after buzzer and a producer. What's I up? Li- I like giving like a little like little bio. Gotta have the, the the mic sounds for all those people that are listening on podcasts. We got Paris Rose. She is on two seasons OG of This Is Us, and she's obviously the unpopular opinion. Not here. We yeah, love your opinion. Hopefully not. No. Maybe today that. I got some. I got some today. Oh, God. I'm, I'm not, not ready for it. Yeah. Not ready for it. And then last but not least, our baby of the crew, Miss Haley Graves. She's on five after shows here at AfterBest TV, so she's the queen of after shows, but the queen of drama shows. You're doing Empire, yep. Grey's Anatomy, this. Do you ever stop crying? No, actually, <laughs> okay. actually, thankfully, that this season has helped me with this is us. Not this episode though, but this season. So yeah, far. this episode, I had yeah. all the tears. Yeah. I, I actually I saw, welled up. This, you saw that? Yep. Well, actually, there's the lots of tissues in the studio. <laughs> yes. so you guys are in good hands. Especially with our tissue moments, I'm going to have probably a four or five this week. Okay, wow. I know all first right. four or five this season, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're What's breaking. The finale, so. uh, well, that's true. They got to bring it bigger, bigger. Go bigger, go home. Right. Whoo! Okay, so <laughs> we're breaking it down. Hope you guys follow along with us because we have so many characters to cover. So we're going to start with Beth, Deja, and Shauna, and then by the end of it, we'll obviously talk about all the flash forwards, flashbacks throughout the timelines, future Jack, old Jack. We got them all. Yeah, all so, Jacks, all the Jacks. But before we go into those, what were your all's overall thoughts of the episode? I liked it. I mean, it was kind of all over the place yeah. with the timeline and the characters, as it some often is. Mm-hmm. But I thought they tied it together really well. Um, and I guess kind of globally for the Thanksgiving theme, I think mm-hmm. as we go into that week, um, there's a lot of family and we all kind of have our own feelings about that. But I really liked how they tied like a positive note on it and gave kind of a good context for like even though... There are issues when we all get together and gather in a close vicinity. There are things that we don't expect that happen that are really awesome. You know, like, you know, engaging with relatives that you don't often do. There's always something mm-hmm. more out of it. Yeah. Um, and with Nikki especially, I think that came out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, pretty much the same. I, I loved, loved this episode, though. Um, I think uh, Nikki was the MVP of the episode. He really, he, he brought the tears for me. I, I didn't cry like Candace did, but <laughs> inside I felt like I would cry. So I, I really loved it. I thought there was going to be so much drama for Thanksgiving. Yeah, agreed. And it was more, like, positive, like um, JB yeah. was saying. So I enjoyed it. 
Yes, and I echoed them, but I think what really made this episode one of my favorites, for sure, of this season, which, as you can expect, being the fall finale, but what really put it over the edge for me was the directing by Ken Olin, just the way the episode laid out, ended up tying a pretty bow for all of us. That was probably what made this episode so special for me, Mm. and just the little moments, the little cliffhangers that we ended up receiving, and as well as the acting. There were several scenes in this that I was just blown away not just talking about Mandy Moore, but so much for us to get into that oh, I was just amazed by the acting in this episode. It was phenomenal. There were a lot of really dropped performances that yes. were just like, for all of you guys that aren't, it's a term I use for acting, where it was just like really like present and you could feel all of it, like yes. all the emotion through the TV screen. Um, but let's jump right in. Uh, let's hit Beth, Deja, and Shauna, because I feel mm. like there were a lot of high emotions especially when it comes to like mother daughter relationships in general yeah. i feel like it's always like um it's a very like crucial relationship but also one of the most testy relationships yeah. to be a daughter and a mother and for her to be torn between like beth and shauna yeah i can only imagine but i mean Beth had her own thing, but we didn't really get to see how Shauna felt about all of it either. Yeah, I I don't necessarily know. For me, I didn't feel Deja being conflicted. I thought that Deja was more just focused on, again, like what she ended up um, unveiling, that she was upset because her mother could never do these things for her. Mm. You know, when they were sitting there and all of a sudden Shauna calls herself a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan. You don't become a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan overnight, let me tell you that. But they are serious about their football up there. Um, she really likes her football. Yes, I remember that. Um, but it was more just like, as her mother saying these things, watching Deja's face just mm. slowly kind of sink away in that realization that her mother has a life and a great one without her. So it's like her mother has completely moved on past her and done something with her life that she could never do for Deja. And that would really, really sting. Not only being Thanksgiving, but just this realization that your mother has a better life without you. Right. Also, to kind of piggyback on that, yeah. I I feel like we can all guess that uh, her mom is not the one who reached out. Because obviously we saw in the previous episode, Deja yeah. was kind of wanted this yep. and and mm. took that to Beth and, and they kind of made that plan. Yep. And so it's interesting that Shauna doing so well would not have reached out in some way. Mm. Yeah. At least that we know about. I mean, she may yeah. have and sort of offline, but I think that would have come up in this episode had yeah. she had some type of relationship with, with Deja still. Agreed. But to play, and I agree with both of you, yeah. but to play devil's advocate and kind of side with Shauna just a little bit, like she tried so hard and the fact that she gave up her daughter even though she was fighting so hard like I think she kind of had to let that chapter close in order to deal with the emotions of like not having your daughter and she still showed up yeah like she could have said no and not shown up like the fact that she showed up that she took this to like maybe she's doing all this stuff to have a better life to prove to her daughter that she can do it. Yeah. And it does take off the extra stress of having to feed another mouth. It does take off mm-hmm. the extra stress of constantly having to worry about a teenage daughter. Like, now she can actually, like, thrive the way that she didn't get to because right. she was a teenage mother yeah. and lost her mother. So I, I feel like there's so many different layers yeah. to this, yeah. like, relationship. And, I, I I mean, I'm proud of Shauna. Yeah. Yeah, I'm but, on the same, yeah. side, I'm on the yeah. same page as you because, yeah. um, also, we don't really get to hear how Shauna right. feels about this. Yeah. But I feel like... 
Shauna can say the same thing that Deja's feeling. Deja's yeah. also flourishing. She always yeah. was mm, a good child true. and smart, yeah. but she's flourishing. This is the best uh, she's ever seen her, and, mm-hmm. you know, she's happy there. So it could be, like, a take-back for Shauna as well to see Deja look like she's thriving with a whole new family. Yeah. You guys, I have an evil thought. Oh, God. <laughs> I love that Already? evil thought. Already? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <sighs> I kind of think that uh, Shauna's faking it. Oh, I think no. like all I don't, everything I don't, being perhaps, Yeah, I don't want to necessarily, like, this isn't exactly a prediction because I don't think that Shauna's going to be too much reoccurring, mm-hmm. but there is a piece of me that thinks that Shauna came to this, collected herself for this dinner once Deja to see that she is doing okay in the hopes that Deja won't worry about her anymore. Mm. But in reality, she isn't doing well. That's why she hasn't reached out and she just is putting on this front because I'm sorry, it. I don't think that Beth would have as many concerns as she does without having that little gut motherly instinct. And on the flip side, you could say, well, that Beth was just being protective. Beth felt uncomfortable in the situation. But I think there is a little bit of truth to why Beth was feeling the way she was. I mean, she looks great, though. Like, I For will sure. say that. So, yeah. like, she does look yeah. Like, not yeah. even just, like, put together, but she yeah. looks refreshed. Yeah. So, I'm hoping that it's not yeah. Me that. too. Me too. But yeah. I'm saying just yeah. knowing this is us, there's a little piece of me that kind of got those vibes. Yeah. Right. And what if Beth was having an instinct, though, not about that, but just the instinct of, like, Oh my God! What if she's doing well and she wants to try and take Deja oh, yeah, back? Yeah, that's right. what I yeah. thought. Yeah. No doubt. That's where my no concern doubt. was. Yeah. And obviously, like Beth, we talk a little bit about her emotions and like she goes out and confides in Kate of like I didn't want her to be doing as well yeah. because I want. I think as a mother, she wants Deja to love her not more, but yeah. just as much. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. like you know. F- it's nice when you feel needed and you yeah. feel like what you're doing like means something and it's sort of like irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. I think that that's like a parent's Yeah. I, I mean I'm not a parent, but I can imagine For sure. That feeling. For me it was like also just kind of beautiful though the way that they laid it out that Beth was having all these insecurities and then she ended up getting to have that motherly moment with Deja. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. they showed us that kind of Beth is her mother, if that makes sense. Like, it, when it was back-to-back scenes, like, right then we saw Shauna not necessarily being super motherly. Instead, she's bragging about her friends and potluck dinners and yeah. all of these things. And then Beth gets to have the mom moment. And so I thought it was cool the way they kind of did that for us. Yeah. And still allowing Deja the space to, like, share her moments with yeah. her mother and not yeah. have, like, an awkward mm-hmm. tension between them, which was great. But like, no popcorn this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But before we go into our next duo, Paris, take it away. I will take it away. Um, Guys, we are so grateful and thankful that you tune in to us every single week. You guys are engaged. You leave comments. You let us know when we're wrong and when we're right. And we appreciate it. But we have so much more to offer here at After Buzz TV. And we just need you guys to give us... That five thumbs, well, not five thumbs five up. Thumbs? You can give us I five, have five thumbs. thumbs up. But Wait, no. what? <laughs> give us all five of those thumbs. No, but give us a thumbs up. Let us know that you appreciate us the same way we appreciate you. And if you're listening on Spotify, remember to also rate us five stars because we deserve it. And we want to thank you for letting us be the ESPN of TV talk. I still stuck yeah. on the five thumbs. I know. I don't know where five the five thumbs. came in. Oh, five stars. Five, five stars. stars. Five, five stars thumbs. and a thumbs up. Yeah. Five, I'm, yeah. yeah. I missed rare. that memo. I didn't get that. It's, it's a new thing. You don't know? It's yeah. a new thing. Gosh, I'm so Everybody's sorry. giving five thumbs. <laughs> I mean, clearly I'm not up with the millennials, but Tess is very up with the millennials oh, and yes. having a whole situation right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, okay, 
Guys, I feel like the storyline has been going on a little long. Yeah. Like, I love that this is an issue that we've brought up that yeah. Tess is really tapping into and coming into her own and dealing with the coming out. I know that that's not an easy task and not a short task either, but I just feel like every episode they're just kind of like dabbling and then pulling it away. Yeah. Dabbling and then pulling it away. And it's yeah. not even enough. It's more of like an afterthought that they just throw in the episodes. Yeah. So I'm glad they're finally bringing it to like... She's finally having her moment. There's like, some oomph to it. Right. Yeah. And I also, with that, with her coming out, I don't know if I'm just slow, but if I was looking at her crush and it being Zendaya, I'd be like, yeah, me too, girl. Yeah. Love Zendaya, girl crush. You know, I really wouldn't think she's coming out. She just puts like her, I saw her hashtags. Yeah. Right. And it said yeah. like Zendaya, girl crush, and I would, or like crush, and I wouldn't think that's a sign yeah. that she's coming out. See, and I, I think though I will give kudos to the uh, writers for incorporating Instagram because mm-hmm. I feel like if anything about this storyline, that's the most real part about it mm-hmm. is the fact that there is that Instagram. Like, this is probably embarrassing, but I can remember being at my grandmother's house on holidays and I had an old school camera and going in the backyard and like taking selfies so I could post yep. on social media, like <laughs> on MySpace. It was a real thing mm-hmm. and that <laughs> and yeah and so it was it was relatable you know like the importance of kind of coming out on Instagram rather than even telling your friends at school I thought that was super relatable how they did that except the happy meal thing I was like what I actually thought that was kind of cool just because yeah. no I mean like, I loved it I loved right. it I was just like I didn't expect right. this I, right. like, I did not expect this we, I mean I didn't uh, relate to it in that way obviously <laughs> but I thought it was cool just because I mean even I don't know if you guys were all at the um, summit thing we had yep. this this weekend, yep. the speakers that we saw like really um, told us about how empowering it is to say something out loud. Mm-hmm. And I think for her again in, in Gen Z, they're so used to being so digital. Yep, mm-hmm. it's like almost harder. Like when you think about it that way, like something you've literally never told anyone besides your parents. Yeah, or you know maybe she's never said it besides that one time. Like. Yeah saying it to kind of a faceless person that that really is kind of a cool exercise that she can get that completely objective, like, okay, yeah. cool. Even, uh, do you even, want fries with that? Or yeah, what? like, even the, I was going to say, that person's reaction. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's like, so? Cool. Like, yeah. 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 Well, yeah I think, you know, we build things up in our minds, and especially yeah. on yeah. the internet or, or social media, where it's so easy for people to get negative or just to have comments in general, whether they are positive, neutral, or whatever. It's so much easier for people to just fire those off. Yeah. And so we often don't get, like, authentic, real human reactions where, you know, that is an example of kind of an impartial one. Like, mm-hmm. if you told someone that, in if you in real life, if you went to, like, that kind of an impartial source, yeah. they'd probably say the same thing. They'd be yeah. like, all right, cool. I mean, I know how hard it is for, like, these young kids now to, like, the, online bullying is such a yeah. real thing. Yes. And I remember, I mean, I didn't, we had Facebook, I guess, through high school. But I just remember the real, like, visceral feeling that you had of, like, if someone didn't like something or if in person, if people didn't like you or if there was something being said, like, you think that that's the end of your world. Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Like, no, we, Twitter came out right when I was um, kind of ending high school. Mm-hmm. And we actually had a situation where it kind of was used as a burn book. 
that yeah. one person, like everyone would kind of send in gossip and nasty things to this mm-hmm. one person, and they would post them all. That person ended up getting banned from Twitter for 10 years, but because wow. of it, but <laughs> it's been a real thing for a while now. Wow. So I think that, again, the writers doing their due diligence to make it be about social was really cool. Yeah, I agree. And I loved that Kevin brought in, to bring Kevin into the yep. mix of this, is I love that Kevin really implied and like, um, mm-hmm. Implied is not the right. Maybe it is the um, all the things that you learned from AA into yeah. that and applied, helping to yes. applied, yeah. not <laughs> implied. I guess you could imply it, but it's not the right terminology. Um, but he applied everything that he yeah. did with AA. All um, about the steps. Yeah, yeah, and like even bouncing off of your thought, Candace, about how they've just kind of been sprinkling tests in there. Mm-hmm. I feel like in this case, it was truly just to be a subplot of Kevin's bigger plot line. Yeah, yeah. and the fact how he said about he's learning to take care of two people or things like that. You know, I think mm-hmm. it was just showing his fatherly characteristics as a as well as being almost kind of a good partner you know like how he was with Nikki I think he's always had such a special relationship with Tess that it was a nice like book into this whole storyline and we'll see where it goes from there with Tess obviously like she broke the news to Randall that she came out and such a good dad he's so proud proud. All smiles. He just, all smiles. And he also probably didn't know how to react either. He's yeah. like, for any dad, when a daughter says who their crush is online, regardless of if it's a boy or a girl, it's still kind of like, oh, this oh is my daughter's grown up. Yeah. Yeah. I see this. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah, but it was great. It was a cool moment. Um, but moving into our next one, because we have so many more characters to cover, this one's going to be a doozy, y'all. This one is Nikki... As the hold, and then we're going to talk about Nikki and Randall's relationship, Nikki and Kevin's relationship, and Nikki and Jack number one, (laughs) our OG Jack's relationship. Um, And obviously, moving forward, we're going to have some really cool special segments, um, our tearjerker moments, and our news and gossip. So keep watching, especially with this Nikki one, because it was, this is when I cried, was all the Nikki moments. Yeah. It was my, I, uh, one of, this is probably like one of my, favorite moments was how the writers and the directors of this made the back-to-back scenes of Mm -hmm. when we see that Nikki goes in the car with Randall. The one thing I loved about it is because Randall has always had the most Jack qualities, I think, Mm -hmm. out of all of our both Pearson boys. We always kind of keep relating Jack, even in previous episodes, as recently as, I want to say, even last week's episode, like, we get these vibes that Randall is very Mm Jack-like. And so even, so now we get even more proof of that because Nikki goes with Randall to this house and I love that they even got to show us the old house. Yeah. I, I like I loved that moment. And then not just that though, but how Nikki says he erased me mm. and then right away mm. comes around and realizes that he was never erased. He just was brought up in different ways. And to me that was just I was like, wow, this is beautiful. The way that Nikki's emotion on his face cuz I don't know about y'all, but there's been so many times in my life that I've been in that passenger seat and you just want to break down. You're just yeah. looking out the window and you're trying <laughs> yeah. to hold it all in. And I was like, wow, did I feel that? I felt That's that when too. I cried. Yeah. yeah. Was when he turned and he started crying. That was yep. just like the most beautiful yeah. moment ever yeah. that Nikki got to have of like, oh my God, he still yeah. kept me in there. Yeah, I think that is such a cool part of what, like, they're bringing Nikki in. Because originally when he was introduced as a character just, like, from the get-go, I was like, eh, like, I don't know how crazy of a storyline I am about this. But moments like that are so awesome. Again, you know, when I was talking before just about Thanksgiving, like, 
grandparents, I think, mm-hmm. are, are always an interesting relationship, especially when you're a young kid, because it's like, I have nothing in common with you. Yeah. There's like 70 years between yeah. us. Yeah. Um, and they are obviously like all about you, and you're like, who's this old person? But that, like, those moments are so awesome because mm-hmm. there is that such a huge yeah. generational gap, and you... You know, even the smallest moments, like him explaining a song that, you know, he told someone. Yeah, Yeah. a poem. Exactly. (laughs) Like, 40 years before. Yeah. Like, how awesome is that Mm. for for them? And so, Mm -hmm. I I think, as you get older, you kind of relish those moments more and more. Um, Mm. I don't have any grandparents left, so, like, thinking back, like, oh, okay, that may have been one. Yeah. It just, you never appreciate it, like, when you're... There, there, yeah. and it's like always in retrospect. So yeah. long, Mary Ann. Oh, yeah. and yeah. for me personally, it was a chance for me to let go of my like slight anger um, towards Jack because oh, for her evil thought. Yes, my evil thought. I mean, I understand why Jack <clears throat> yep. erased Nikki. He thought that he murdered a child, so I get it. But I was still like, Man, this was your brother. You had moments. You know him. You should have known that he could never do that. And for a whole like lifetime, you just don't talk about him ever. I was really upset with Jack. But having this moment where Jack never really erased him, yeah. it made me feel like, okay. And in well, all I fairness, though, he didn't erase him for a whole lifetime. Like, right. he yeah. erased him for a good, what, like 15, 20 years? It yeah. would have been a lifetime, though. Well, yeah. If he was still alive. But, I mean, right. I, I well, don't... Maybe. Yeah. I like yeah. to think that he would have come around. Um, so? But again, like, that's kind of what life is. Like, well, never, no, like, no, yeah. You yeah. never want to wait that long to do something that you are thinking about doing. Like, you never know when... Yeah, we have we have some people in the precious. live chat joining us. Ellen Hanwright says, Yes, Nikki shine tonight. His Thanksgiving speech was so inspiring. I cried so much. And oh. Tao's Girls also says totally Nikki was awesome tonight as well. So we appreciate Definitely. y'all. Keep leaving those comments. I'm mm-hmm. checking out everything you're commenting as we're talking. So appreciate those. Uh, I just love, and I also loved the just the lighthearted moments where he was like, "I'm actually going to ride with Russell," and he's like, "Randall, yes. see, yeah. that's why, that's why I gotta go." Yeah, yeah. and exhibit Hey, and then um, who else was it? There was one other moment that like she was like, "Well, why is it Grandpa Jack never brought you up?" Oh, it was Annie. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Annie always has to. Yeah. She does. She yes. has all those, like, she's moments great. that no one says yeah. out loud, but she, of course, says, because she's what? How old is she on the show? She seems about eight. She's, like, eight. She's young, yes. and yeah. obviously in real life, she's, like, 12. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. She's crazy to me. She's, like, all grown up, and she's not I know. on the show. I was, like, I was so anxious, though, whenever... Um, Nikki finally was like, "We need to make one stop." I was like, "Oh Where God, he he's gonna get them? alcohol. He's gonna Where do something." Where are they going? Like, I was so intrigued, and then the fact that he now brings his new tradition, and mm. I just, I loved it because the whole time I was like, "What do you get? What do you get? What's in the bag?" <laughs> and then the fact that he like brings out this shrimp, I was like, oh, that was "Well, good. that brings Five us into talk about." Uh, I mean, OG yeah. Jack. Yep. I'm going to call him OG Jack on this episode, <laughs> um, where obviously like the the house has never been good on Thanksgiving for yeah. the two of them, for the young boys, and for them to go out, and it's the Thanksgiving before they call his number, yeah. which just broke my heart, yep. because I'm like, no, you are going to get called, and <laughs> yeah. this is like a pivotal moment, like, oh, God. Um, but for them to go and like him get all the money and then get the shrimp and like live in large. Yep. And those Thanksgivings are the ones that like mean the most is when it's yeah. completely different from tradition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you like make new traditions, yep. just like they did with the the hat, with yep. the turkey and everything that became a tradition, and then obviously the shrimp became like the thing. Yeah, and, and I just I the other thing that I really enjoyed about it was the one thing that they kept 
kind of as a parallel through all of the timelines was their love of football. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that's what I do on Thanksgiving Day. I watch football the do entire you? day. Yeah, I would never right. think that she would <laughs> watch football on Thanksgiving. I, I do. I watch them all day, every day. I love how they even brought up the fact that it was the Cowboys because the Cowboys play every Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so it was just, it was really cool that they had it in every single timeline. Mm-hmm. That little nugget. Yeah. I loved that. And then obviously Kevin comes back and is talking to Nikki and has that moment where... Uh, the hand on the face. The hand on the yes. face made me break down again. Yeah. He was it. so sweet. I think I would have cracked if he would have been like, Jack is would be so proud of the man you are. So oh. like if he would have said something like that, I would have lost it. Done. Oh my I gosh, that it. would have been it. Yeah, You're right. I was waiting. Right. I was waiting for it. I was like, don't say it, don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> please don't say it, please don't say it, please don't say it. Yeah, I, I was kind yeah. of waiting for him to become Jack in a, in a moment because mm, Kevin was yeah, kind of having those. Uh, but I think that probably would have been too much and taken away from his relationship with Nikki, yeah, which yeah. now is pretty legit. Like yeah. I feel like they actually have a bond and they sort of like they found themselves and so yeah. like that conversation was real where it wasn't I think on paper it could have been read he's kind of pushing him away again yeah. but how they shot it and, and delivered it yeah. was much more like we are good now yeah. and like now we are like this is not gonna break yeah. anytime yeah. soon so yeah. we can handle each other in different places yeah. all I wanted was Nikki to say I'm not going anywhere I don't yeah. know why that line kept coming in my head mm. but I wanted him to like reassure Kevin like it's okay yeah, yeah. like come back and see you, you yeah. can come back and see me I'm not going back to my old ways I'm not I yeah. guess he inadvertently said yeah. that with like the phone call and stuff yeah. but I just really selfishly wanted like that, that line one line in there <laughs> But I didn't get it. Um, but that leads into, obviously, the new tradition that they had with the shrimp. Yep. And baby Jack, clearly, old Jack, yeah. is carrying it on. So Nikki must play a really pivotal part in their life. From here forward. actually isn't going anywhere yeah. from here forward. Yeah. Because we see that that's, like, something that goes into the future. And, obviously, they got the new baby that's coming, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just so many different timelines to keep well, yeah. guys. Oh, I, so I was I enjoy the way that they're picking and choosing when they're giving us future Jack mm-hmm. because it always means something. Yes. And I don't think that Lucy was pregnant when we saw them back in no. episode one. No. And so now we do know that there's now going to be another baby around and yeah. Future, like, wow. future, baby. Continue, future, yeah. future baby. Future, future right. baby. Future, future baby. Sounds like it's going to be Jack the Third. Jack the Third. I wonder what year that is. I, if yeah. anyone wants to guess yeah. in the group chat, let us know. The group chat. The live <laughs> chat. Um, and let us know what year you think this is. Yep. Because I don't think they mentioned Jack's age. Future Jack. No. no. Right, wait, for the... For Future Jack. Jack. Okay. In, yeah. okay. Like what year oh, like are we talking like, Yeah. Like okay. what or year now, are we talking? Like, like with a child and yeah. the... Thanksgiving tradition. Right. Are we talking right. like right. 2035 here? Are we talking because he was oh, born yeah. in I mean, 2018? Yep, yeah. 2019, according 20. to this timeline. Yeah, because so like I knew, it would almost they be 2040. 40. Yeah, right. well, it was like because they turned they turned 40 in 2020. Right. Yeah, which Y'all, is which is nine months from Thanksgiving. Yeah. So this is crazy math. Let's so let someone August, break this down. August for us. of 2020 is when they're 40. Yes. we know that. Uh huh. So. He was, he was, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's around like 2050, maybe. He, seems he doesn't, like, he doesn't look about 30. 
You don't all right, think we so? can guess. All right, we, okay. got, we got it. We got, we got it. Got okay. more going, clearly. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I was just getting enthralled with all the numbers. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've um, had, we have lots. Of, you told them to younger. chime in. So, so much we to have um, Abra Cadabra says around 2030. Just Sheldon 2040. Obsessed Fangirl says like 2045. All right. We so got to move on. Yeah. We got to move there on. All right, guys. I love you all. We will <laughs> definitely check in and I will comment below. But we still have way more things and way more important things <laughs> right. to cover yeah. in 10 minutes. So we're going to speed through it. Um, Kate and Toby. Any any thoughts on that one? Because honestly, I've not been a big fan of Kate's storyline lately. Yeah. Um, Especially from tonight. I, yeah, I feel yeah. like just like communication, right? Has been the problem. Like, they, I feel yeah. like they have the same issue. It's like you're resentful, like Kate's resentful at him because he like lost mm-hmm. weight without her. He's resentful at her because she's like not losing the weight. It's like, yeah. dude, if you guys just And also that she gets to spend time it. with Jack, Jack the most. Yeah. So I right, think that's right. where his resentment but I feel For like sure. she probably feels like she like is obligated to because she's the mom and like you know does and it I, work. I, I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know if she necessarily feels obligated to. I just don't think that she has much else. We always saw in the previous right, seasons on. that fa- keeping a job was kind of hard for her. She was going through several, and I think that it's just strange that they're like forcing her to be at home. But even if. Even if Jack wasn't around, would yeah. she lose the weight? No. Probably not. Yeah. So let's, like, not use Jack as the scapegoat For here. Sure. Like, she's using him as the cover. Yeah. And honestly, I think Beth broke it down the best. She was like, if you're talking about your marital problems yep. with an, a complete stranger, then there's bigger issues that you need yeah, to be concerning like, yourself with. Yeah, she's like, that's dangerous territory. It's yeah. dangerous territory. Yeah. So, I don't know. The fact that the text message that yeah, she that found of, See, like... See, I kind of don't think that the text message was maybe not even about her. I think that could have just been in Kate's head since she's been thinking about this. And I think that when it gets brought up, the way that everything kind of has been aligning, it's that Toby's the positive one. Toby's the one that's trying to be encouraging and not fight and of everything of that nature. We saw it on the plane. So I kind of think that she saw that text message, assumed it was about her, and I think it actually was about her, though. Yeah, I mean, it might I think it could be but, both ways. Yeah. But I, for a second, I'm like, ooh, ouch, that's a bad text. Yeah. But then I thought, no, it's that's way too obvious. It's probably something that's else. A, that's how I thought. It's a yeah. CrossFit group chat. Right, yeah. yeah. So like, why anyway. would he be talking about Kate and the group chat with his CrossFit people? So that's what made me yeah. think. Maybe it's not about. I don't know. He can't talk about anything with his wife. So who yeah. else is he going to talk about it with? The, the CrossFit group chat, though. Everybody. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But that's pretty much it for the Kate and Toby thing, because <laughs> yeah. that could be a whole long right. discussion, because I really, really, really want to talk about Rebecca, because I think she's the overarching yeah. big topic sure. outside of Nikki of this entire episode. Yep. And it was a really confusing thing until the very end yeah. for me, because we obviously don't see her change from her pajamas into yeah. her clothes to go out. Yeah. So it was very two different very timelines yep. for Rebecca, and we obviously see her... Um, getting confused and everything else. They did a good job confusing us. Yes, <laughs> like, really confusing. Sure. So, the the flowers one, that storyline is when the, the Alzheimer's is actually kicked in. Yeah. Is, which we thought her going to the bakery was for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, right. but it wasn't. It was clearly she was, the I guess, going to get a birthday cake, maybe? Yeah. She originally went like. in with the intention of going to the bakery yes, for that episode. Yes. Right. So that's where they threw us, first of all. Yeah. Well, she does come back when they go at the end, when she's with the police officers, and she says, I'm sorry, I was trying to get you a cake. Mm-hmm. But, and so she does say that she was getting a birthday cake for them. Yeah. yeah. But, like, right. she had originally set out that morning to yeah. go get a cake, so that's yeah. where I was, like, before we even got to police officers, like, oh, okay, this is when it happens. Yeah. 
Um, and then with the phone call from Randall, yes. it's still tied into this episode yes. of Thanksgiving because Randall's calling her and she leaves the phone behind. So, and then fast forward, we realize that this isn't that time frame right. yet. Right. Yep. Yeah, I kind of want to go back and just make sure that the her clothes are like. <laughs> well, because we never clothes. see her change from pajamas when she said, "I'm going to go to the movies." Yeah. To right. when she went out to the park. That's and true. we don't know what neighborhood she's in either because yeah. she never addresses it. Yeah. And she's in the neighborhood that Kevin now lives in yes. whenever she's looking for the bakery and thinks that she sees William. But yeah. we just assume at the beginning that it's this storyline yeah. rather yeah. than like, oh, fast forward, future. And okay. then she walks up to the cabin and I was like, oh my God, is that the cabin that they went to for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yes. With yeah. the pilgrim hat. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, she took him to the wrong yeah, address. Like, that's what I was thinking. No, and, right, and I yeah. was like, there's I was like, Randall doesn't live there. I know. Like, what? I was very confused. Yeah. And also, this is getting to predictions, but why are they not talking? I, I don't know. know. I wrote oh, that we'll down get to too. Yeah, we'll I, have, I have a prediction on yeah. this. So okay. stay tuned. I have okay. a prediction on that. So and also this disease goes fast because she realizes it and looks at Randall and says, I need to go to see a doctor. Mm-hmm. Nine months later is when this alter like this. It happens. Yeah. Yes. I'm losing my own words talking about it. It's just a really like emotional subject to yeah, talk right. about. I mean, it was already sort of happening. Like she said, I guess she did actually go to the movie and yeah. forgot what she was going to see mm-hmm. like immediately. Yeah. Which see, is in that crazy. moment, I thought she was lying. I'm like, you didn't go yeah. to the movie, yeah. Rebecca. Yeah. But I, I so see. <laughs> yeah. And I Same. and again, like. I think even one of the most beautiful moments of this episode was when they did the slow motion shot completely going from side to side of her face because everything about that, how you said about being present, like I saw it just completely on her face. And like shout out to Mandy Moore for that because every emotion was just so clearly seen and in the fact of her realizing what was going on. It was in that moment that it was like, wow, she knows what she has. She knows that this is serious and I was just I was blown away by Mandy Moore and just the way that they directed that scene and the performance at the Chinese restaurant that yes. oh, oh yeah that one broke me because yeah. that's real fear yeah and you just know yeah. at that point because I think I mean obviously we now at the end of the episode we know she goes to the doctor yeah with Randall and in the in the previews she goes with obviously Miguel as well and so she knows yeah yeah. And to have that oh I couldn't even imagine. When I lose right. my phone, there's like that sense of panic and urgency mm. that you don't know where your own phone is. And so I couldn't even imagine being in that state of mind knowing that you don't remember anything. Yeah, it's, it's so crazy. I mean it's such a scary disease yeah. um to just black out like that. Like where you are just operating like normal and all of a sudden you don't realize like where you are or like yeah. you've it's oh, a man, scary that's, disease that's for the worst. everybody. Yeah. I actually just Terrifying. lost my grandmother a week ago today yeah. from Alzheimer's. And yeah. it's like the most devastating thing that you can watch. And I'm sure to experience. So, like, I apologize for getting emotional, but I felt like this was the moment to say that. So yeah. that way it, like, was transparent. Yeah. But it is one of those things that I'm really glad that they're, like, bringing light to on the show. And, like, really showing that emotion because you feel all of it. Um but obviously, we have so much more to talk about for predictions and our tearjerker moments. So let's jump into our tearjerker moments first. 
Exactly. <laughs> See, I just cried. She just had to give the emotion, the sound effect I wasn't giving you guys. Um, but for all of you all that are joining us for the first time, and obviously you're joining really? us for a second time, yes. but just to be a refresher, um, our tearjerker moments are all of the ones that we have throughout the show, uh, rated from one, being like a Oh, that was really sweet. To a five where you're uncontrollably sobbing like the sound you just heard. Um, so who would like to start? I will. Okay, take it, Sarah. <laughs> um, okay, ooh, I had several. I'm going to say three. Oh, that's oh, big. Oh, that's, that's big, big for parents. It really is. <laughs> I, and I'm not even going to say the one that really got me to three. It, it was with Nikki, but I'm not going to do that yeah. one. Um, my, my second choice is with Beth and Deja her stepping in as kind of stepmom figure. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was a great moment. I thought Beth was going to go in there and make it a Beth moment. Mm-hmm. But she knew what Deja needed. And she needed her mom. And she asked her to tell this story. And I thought mm-hmm. that was so beautiful and a real mom moment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Deja's so lucky. She's got two great moms. So yeah, exactly. that like gave me goosebumps and also made me tear up a little bit. Ah! Oh, so, yeah, All right, I'm gonna, I'll make this quick. I'm going to do four. Yep. Oof. Oh, yep. yeah, four. Yep, we're four. getting there. Big four, big four. Because... I just about lost it. Like I said, it would have been tears streaming down my face in the Nikki moment. Mm-hmm. Just that whole realization that he was not erased, that he was sprinkled into their lives without even realizing it, and him seeing him come to that realization was just powerful for me, mm-hmm. and it it got me, it got me good. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, I will do three. Oh, okay. Uh, which is big for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I am gonna pick the moment uh, at the end when when Randall was uh, talking to his mom and she finally admitted mm. that um, you know she did like need help yeah. and I think for a parent that must be the hardest thing to do like you again I'm not a parent yet but I think being a parent is sort of protecting your kid against the world so the last thing you want to do really is is admit that you're flawed or mm-hmm. you have faults and and you're not perfect because I think every parent would want to be their kid's hero um, and so to admit that that vulnerability was was a really cool moment even mm-hmm. though it, it took a while and they've kind of thought about it and and Randall came in with like kind of dialed his own thing back mm-hmm. um, and even him doing that I thought was was very respectful of and and how that was handled was mm-hmm. super cool for me. Mine. Well, I had a double whammy, so I'm going to do five, y'all. Ooh, oh, wow. I had cool. actual tears. She saw the tears. Yeah, so I, I can did. say I, I, I earned that five. You pulled a Nikki. You tried to like, look pulled, away. Oh, I tried to look away, and I got caught. <laughs> All the tissues. Um, mine was double header. Obviously, the Nikki moment. Like, I actually teared up watching him do that. And then um, the second time I cried during the episode was when she was sitting in the Chinese restaurant. Because yeah. that feeling is just... Whew, yeah. Manny Moore coming out with the performance <laughs> again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I she's mean, it. she's yeah. crushing it. Like three from, different timelines, right? Yeah. Three person. different timelines. One person when she was doing it with Jack when he yeah. died, and then this performance. Like those are my two outstanding moments from Manny yeah. Moore. So kudos to her. Yeah. She killed it. Um, and that leads us into our news and gossip because Miss Manny Moore is in it. Oh yes, it's very very quick. Um, but I think since it's been kind of a somber moment, it's, yes, this will. <laughs> cheer us up. Exactly. But old Miguel and old Rebecca have a, a <laughs> moment where they're breaking it down and Randall is their hype man. We have a little clip on Instagram. You see them breaking oh, it. Look at go. A little foot action. Oh yeah. It's so cute and hey. so funny. Hey. Um, but also they're like <laughs> in the character outfit. Yes. It's great. 
So good. Sometimes uh, I forget. Uh, I feel like Miguel really is that age. Yeah. Like I know Rebecca's yeah, not, yeah. but yeah. I feel like that's really Miguel. So it's funny for me. Oh my gosh, I love it. And that's she's, all we got. She's thirty five, and like yeah. they do a great yes. job with her makeup. I'm like, yeah, so convincing. I mean, listen, Rebecca aged well, though. I will yeah. say that because she's yeah. in her seventies at this point, yeah. like late seventies. So she's killing she it with the moisturizer. Good. She looks great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that leads us into our best part. We got to do it quick, y'all. But I know that we have so After many Buzz predictions. TV predictions. Yes. Well, I can start. I am. I have two quick ones. One that you will be a fan of. One that you will not. One I'm sticking to. I love that you look at me for that one. Yep. <laughs> so it's the one that I've been sticking to and singing the same song about. That uh, Kevin Mm-mm. is going to end up still being with Sophie for the sole fact. You can grill me on this in the comments if you want, but for the sole fact that he talks about wanting a family and the only woman that he's ever truly seen himself really have a family with. In addition. To uh, best sister, I just blanked on her name because I'm trying to say this fast. But Zoe, Zoe, there we go. In addition to her is Sophie, so I think that that's how they're going to tie this back together. I've said that from the beginning as well as my other prediction is between Randall and Kevin and why they're not going to be talking nine months from now. I think it's because they both have had this alpha female complex ever since they were children, and both thinking that they're more protective over their mother and wanting to be closer to their mother. And so I think Randall having this knowledge, he's going to keep it from Kevin and. And it's not going to be until she starts to get really bad that he will finally bring it up to them. And I think they're going to be very angry that they haven't known about this. That I agree with. Yeah. All right. I agree completely with Haley. Um, My second one, I'm just going to be really fast about it. Um, I think that Cassidy is actually already pregnant with Kevin's baby. Most confusing prediction ever. Throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. We don't have time to talk about it. Let's talk in the comments. Uh, Yeah, I don't even have predictions. I have questions. Why hasn't the mom gotten help? Like, if Randall knows about this, why hasn't he Well, I mean, there's not anything? much help you can actually do at that point. Really? No, actually. Oh, there's no... Mm-mm. So, oh, well, unfortunately, there you, go. There you go. But um, as for my prediction, I agree 100%. That's why they're fighting, is that he keeps it from her. And it's not Sophie! <laughs> That's all I got That's for you. That's all Bring I got for you guys. Characters. We're not going to see you all for so long. Uh, We're not seeing you until January 14th. So, that being said, from us to you, happy holidays, Double happy Double. Thanksgiving, all the things. We will be back in January, but that gives you plenty of time to hit us up on our social media and in the comments on YouTube. So, keep watching all of our after shows. Let us know what you think. You can find me on all my social media at Candice R. Cruz. Awesome. You guys can find me everywhere at Hey John Blake. I just want to say Happy Indigenous People Day too. If you don't celebrate, oh yes, Thursday. there you go. Right. And you can find me on Instagram at Paris Rose Paris with two eyes. And I am Haley Graves. You can find me on Twitter Haley One Graves Two, and on Instagram at Haley Graves with two S's. And we'll miss you guys over the holidays. We'll see you all next year. Oh my gosh, 2020. We'll see you then. 2020. Kevin Agaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.